1: And Welcome, folks, and well, look, let me tell you, I had the best segment set up to start today, and that segment was going to be the Cuomo Watch segment. Uh, is The On Point with Victor Cuomo Watch segment is Cuomo still governor, and lo and behold, on my way to this studio, I mean, I couldn't even get here, and the bozo resigned. I mean, I thought for sure that he was going to, you know, the guy is well-connected. I mean, he is, is douche baggery as he is, he's, he's very well connected, and I thought it would take a little bit more, or I, I thought it would take longer. I thought it was going to take at least a month for these Democrats to uh, p- slow push the uh, impeachment proceedings and then that would cause them to resign. But uh, folks, breaking news, Cuomo is out. Andrew Cuomo is out. He has resigned today because and let me tell you why. He resigned because the Democrats in the House and in, um, in the Senate In New York City, the State House, the State Senate the Democrats there who run that place. I mean, there's no Republican in sight. Uh, there's not many. <laughs> but uh, the Democrats have basically told Cuomo, we've got the votes and we're going to impeach you. Um, you're scarring us. We don't want you anymore. I mean, folks, have you ever seen somebody go from the greatest thing ever? I mean, do you remember last year? Uh, the media, the Democrats, everyone across the country, if you were a Democrat or, or a leftist media, uh, you were – telling everyone that uh, Cuomo was the greatest thing since sliced bread. I mean, he was the great white hope. He was the great white Italian hope. Um, This guy would get on CNN with his brother Chris, uh, and uh, they would play footsies for an hour on TV. All the while, Cuomo was sending old people to their deaths in New York City during the COVID-19. But you were told that he was the best and why why were you told that well you were told that because he wasn't donald trump it, his name wasn't andrew trump his name was andrew cuomo and he had a d by his name so you were told last year that andrew cuomo was the greatest thing ever the greatest governor i went oh how he handles COVID! oh how he handled the, the crisis the virus the wuhan virus um, and it was all a sham folks i told you last year when uh, when the when the news broke, when the story leaked out, and we found out that Cuomo was sending, he was forcing nursing homes to take COVID patients. Now, folks, if you know anything about the COVID nineteen, the Wuhan virus, the number one population in this country or across the world that was susceptible to the COVID virus the most was the elderly population. Number one is the elderly population. Number two is is would probably be obesity. But the number one population that had the roughest time with the COVID-19, the Wuhan virus, was the elderly population. And Andrew Cuomo sent thousands of elderly patients to their deaths by forcing elderly homes to accept the patients. Now... You can look this up, folks. I'm not making it up. And I know I've got some uh, new friends and and new listeners out there all the time. We get new listeners every week. Uh, I have Democrat listeners. I have Libertarian listeners. I have all kinds of listeners. And some of them I know you you may not have ever heard this, and you may not have heard this, but you can look it up. It is uh, verifiably true. Uh, Cuomo sent old people to his desk. Now, think about it, folks. He didn't resign today because of killing old people. He resigned today because he grabbed a girl girl's derriere <laughs> i mean not just one and david you look like you have a comment
2: yeah i, I want to give kudos to uh janice dean and if you don't know who janice dean is she's the weather lady on fox and friends okay and um her in-laws were killed by como uh, and uh mm-hmm. they were sent to a nursing home mm-hmm. and they got COVID 19 and they died from it and janice dean took it on herself as a you know she's not a big player at fox but she is a weather lady at, right. on fox fox and friends and she started going after cuomo and uh you know she and then you know that the guy has to be a flying idiot to, <laughs> well, to do what he's done i mean and, uh Although this isn't necessary, his resignation is not necessarily in part due to what Janice Dean has done.
1: Right, but, but what she did helped. It, it helped, yeah. and uh, well, it helped bring it to light. Yeah, what he was doing. I, uh,
2: you know, I don't know Janice Dean, but I do want to salute her for standing up and taking a position unlike some right. folks will do
1: right and, and, and uh, not being afraid to do it yeah. so. and uh, well she saw firsthand what what this guy did I mean I mean I, David you know as, as you produce this show <laughs> you've heard me talk countless of times of, of how awful Cuomo did Cuomo had ho- uh, a, a massive hospital ship that Trump sent and didn't use it. He had Javits Center that was converted into a makeshift hospital and barely used it. And instead of sending these patients there, he sent them to the old folks home where that COVID spread like wildfire. So and Janice saw it firsthand, Was as you mentioned, with her, her uh, in-laws. And, uh, and how awful is that? Um, so, and, and he should have been uh, removed for that. But the Democrats didn't seem to care because see, they had a narrative they had to get rid of Orange Man Bad. And, and people be damned when you get in a Democrat's way. And it's, it's out there for you to see, folks. It is out there for you to see. I say it all the time. You've got to divorce the letter D. You don't have the letter D or the R or an L running through your blood. You've got Americanism running through your blood. And you need to judge people for who they are and what they are and what they do, not who what they tell you they are. And, and uh, as David just mentioned here, um, Janice, who's the weather girl at Fox News, has saw it firsthand. This governor sent people to their deaths, and the media put him on a pedestal, and the Democrats put him on a pedestal, when he should have been removed immediately for what he did – um, that kind of uh, uh dereliction of dutyism is, is just amazing. i mean i can't put it any other way david that's true and uh,
2: you know the guilty ultimately get theirs and uh he's gonna pay many times for yeah. many things and i i salute i don't know the young lady's name but i salute her for standing up and filing charges against
1: them. Oh, the, and, uh, the eleven women. Eleven yeah. came out. Eleven women came out.
2: Uh, but there's one that started the thing and as far as filing. That, yeah, the, I can't Filing the criminal her charges. Yeah. Very attractive young lady, and she yeah. uh, she had been one of his staffers. Mm-hmm. And then, then you know. I may be dumb, but I ain't stupid. If I'm going to molest someone,
1: I don't think it's going to be a state a state trooper. trooper. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is the ego that that look. Let me just explain to you the ego that uh, Andrew Cuomo has. So when he resigned today, which was a little I, well, I guess, he hadn't uh, resigned. A,
2: well, or, you know, he, right, he, he put in, it 14 days. in 14
1: days. Yeah. yeah. So so not so he resigns, but he puts a fourteen day stipulation on it. So he'll be gone in fourteen days apparently. Uh, but he he. Actually, gave this speech about his resignation, and he ended it, or somewhere where in the speech he said, "I'm, I'm going to resign." However, <laughs> this is Cuomo. However, if if the state can't govern without me, I'm gonna be back in 2022. I will be back Is your governor, Cuomo. I mean, you, you, the ego on this guy. And the ego in this guy, who who hopefully will never be elected to politics again. I mean, this guy has no business leading anyone. He couldn't lead his way out of a paper bag, uh, and uh, I, I mean, it's just uh, it's terrible. Look, but I'm going to move on a little bit. I don't want to do a whole show on Cuomo, but uh, but folks, you got you can look it up for yourself. You can look it up for yourself. Cuomo sent old folks to their deaths. He was one of the worst governors as far as handling the the coronavirus, COVID-19, Wuhan virus. Absolutely one of the worst. Uh, This guy, all he cared about was uh, putting people in masks, closing down businesses, and putting people out of business. That's all that man cared about. Uh, And then he cared about getting a book. Now, look, there might be another lawsuit on how he – some kind of business thing that he did with his book. I don't have all the details on that. But um, this guy might be in a little more trouble than it appears that he is in now. Uh, But, um, look, this guy – uh, it, it's, it's 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 people like him have to go. I don't care if he's a Democrat. I don't care if he was a Republican for what he did. Uh, he deserves to to go. He doesn't need to be in any kind of uh, political power seat. Um, so anyway, so kudos to New Yorkers Um Let's just hope they uh, they elect somebody who's a lot better than he was because they're going to elect someone. You know, the lieutenant governor takes over now, and next year will be an election. So let's hope that the people of New York get it right next time. I don't have a whole lot of faith in that, but I'm, I'm hoping they do. But, uh, but again, folks, you, you got a guy in Cuomo that uh, he's just not a good guy. And, and the media knew. that. Here's the other thing, folks, and then I'll move on. The media knew this. The media and the Democrats knew what kind of a guy Cuomo was. So forget about the the sending the old folks to their death. They knew Cuomo abused women. Now, the party that tells you that they're all about the Me Too movement, the party that tells you that Trump was a womanizer, they didn't have any evidence, but by golly, he had a couple of divorces and he was a womanizer. Um, and, hey, look, I don't know all, all of Trump's past, but I do know as president, as When he held elective office, President Trump didn't do anything. He didn't grope any women. He didn't go run around. He didn't do any of these things. And Cuomo did them while he was holding elective office. Trump wasn't the Bill Clinton of the White House? Uh, No. And and thank you, David, for reminding us, for those of you young listeners out there, go look up Bill Clinton and see what he did in the White House. Uh, You know, you take a nice, young, 20-year-old intern, uh, plus a cigar, plus the Oval Office, and, well, I won't tell you the rest, because there may be children listening to this show. Uh, But you can look it up for yourself. And, yes, Bill Clinton was a Democrat. So the Democrats love the virtue signal. They love to tell you how to live your life, and then they turn around and do whatever the heck they want. And they get away with it, folks. They get away with it. But, but nice to see that, that, that Cuomo's not going to get away with this. Uh, but you need to understand, the Democrats in New York, the Democrats in Washington, and the media, including his, his, uh, his brother uh, Cuomo over at CNN, they all knew what he had been doing, what, what the kind of guy Andrew was and, the, and what he was doing. So um, <clears throat> it's good that it's come out. But I want you to think about it. I, you need to keep this in perspective. This guy was able to send old people to their deaths, and that was okay. But he grabbed, uh, grabbed a couple of derriere's, and now he's out. So folks, just keep it in perspective when you're looking at this stuff, folks. I mean, it's... These politicians, they need to be thrown out. Any other politician, I don't care what side of the aisle they're on. When they do things like what Cuomo was doing or what Bill Clinton did, and some and a whole lot of other politicians, they need to go. And and you know my rule: if you're a politician up there in Washington right now and you've been there for 20 plus years, I don't care if you've got an R by your name or a D by your name; it's time for you to go. Uh, but uh, at least most of them. <laughs> so, all right, folks, I'm gonna we're gonna move on. Uh, so I've got a question. This is the question of the day. Uh, I'm not going to get too much into this, but should – I mean, really, this is a question. I'm 100% serious about this question, and if anybody knows Brian May, ask him this question. But should Brian May of Queen, should he really, really be calling uh, Eric Clapton a fruitcake? I mean, I just want you to ask that question there. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can look it up. But, I mean, really, should Brian May, guitarist for Queen – should he really be calling Eric Clapton a fruitcake? Is that the word? two words that he should be using? I don't know. I think we should discuss it maybe later on another show. And If you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. <laughs> so. Okay, folks. So so much for my, uh, my new segment that I wanted to start today because uh, Cuomo's gone, and we don't have to talk about him anymore. Uh, but I did have – I will say this. I had some I had some listeners that I ran into over the weekend that uh, wanted me to do my impersonation of Cuomo. Uh, and uh, may, maybe I'll do it a little later in the show. Um, I do have fun with it. I mean, it's quite easy to do. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, we'll move on to some more breaking news. So, folks, breaking news right here on The Only Point With Victor Show. Uh, being the, the vaccinated and the unvaccinated, that's no longer the issue the vaccines no longer the issue if you want to escape covid-19 if you want to be imper imperious imperious impervious my goodness Boy, I stumble on. I'm having a Biden moment. But anyway, if you want to be completely resistant to impervious, thank you, Dave. That is why you're the legend. If you want to be impervious to the Wuhan virus, uh, apparently it's not the vaccines anymore. You just have to be sophisticated. If you're a sophisticated Hollywood elite or a sophisticated uh, Democrat elite or you're a sophisticated media elite, well, then... COVID-19 just doesn't bother you. Uh, Somehow, somehow, being sophisticated uh, makes you impervious to COVID-19, to climate change, to, I mean, you name it, and you're protected. You just have to be sophisticated. Who knew? Who knew? And if you don't know what I'm talking about, folks, just go look up these bozos on, I think it was CNN. It could have been MSNBC. I just don't want to give them uh, notoriety anymore. But, um, I mean, please, I'll, I'll, nobody watches them anyway. But but these bozos were, were basically – they're trashing the Sturgis biker rally. Uh, but yet they're making excuses for the Obama birthday party. Now, let me clarify something before I get into this. <laughs> I am glad Obama had a birthday party. I hope to have a huge birthday party when I reach the big six zero. When I reach the big six zero, I want to have a big party. And by golly, uh, if I want to have a party on my in my house on my grounds and and. Now I don't have a plantation like Obama does, but I got a pretty decent house. And if I want to have a party, then then that I'm going to do it. You know what? We have this thing called private property rights, and and we have this thing called civil liberties. And uh, so I'm glad Obama had a party. He should have had the party, and and, and he shouldn't be embarrassed about it. Um, but, <laughs> but. Do not go around and virtue signal Tell me that I have to wear a mask Do not tell me that I have to social distance Do not tell me that I, I have to close my business Do not tell me that I can't enjoy the freedoms of the Constitution and then you turn around and have a big birthday party. That is the problem we have. We do not have a problem with Obama having the party and glad he had it. I do have a problem when Obama, when when Barack and and Michelle and the rest of those clowns tell you and me, the peasants in this country, that we can't live our life anymore. Because there's a flu going around Or there's a virus going around Or whatever the crisis is that they're coming up with Or they're enhancing uh, They're telling you that your life must be lived with restrictions And then they turn around and do everything they tell you you can't do That is the problem that, that, that I have And most uh, libertarians and conservatives have um, We don't care that he had the party In fact, I'm glad he did uh, Because he deserves a party Man, 6-0, that's a big number but don't you be a big old hypocrite and think that we're not going to call you out on it. And, and i and I'm gonna, I got to call out the, the Democrat Party, and I'm going to call out uh, the, uh, the, the lamestream leftist media. You know, your CNN, your MSNBC, your PBS, your NPR, your ABC, NBC, CBS. I mean, folks, 95% of the media out there, they're all pounding – on the Sturgis Biker Rally that happened this past weekend. Now, folks, I was out of town this past weekend. Uh, and uh, I now, no, I wasn't at the Sturgis South Dakota Rally and how I wish I was. <laughs> uh, I wasn't. I was in Biloxi, Mississippi, quite different than South Dakota. <laughs> but, uh, but there was the Biker Rally this weekend. And, uh, I, I, folks, you've got to see what the media and what Fauci and what all these bozos are saying about bikers in South Dakota, an outdoor rally, folks. Remember this, an outdoor, mostly outdoor rally. I'm sure there's a couple of bars and stuff. And even the bars in, in, during Sturgis, most of them are open bars. They're outdoor bars. Um, so mo- I'm telling you, most 90-plus percent of this rally takes place outdoors. Um, so I want to uh, – I'm going to get into some of that uh, and then compare that with how they covered the, uh, the Obama birthday party. Uh, so it, it's striking, folks. It's striking. Uh, I, I, but you, you've got to understand this. And, and, again, I am coming to you from being an American – where you shouldn't make decisions on D's and R's. You should make decisions on, okay, I'm an American. This is the greatest country in the world. We have a constitution and we have civil liberties. We have civil rights, civil liberties, and we have to live by those. And we cannot let bozo politicians, I don't care if they're establishment Republicans or Democrats, we cannot let them seize power like they're doing because the constitution says they can't. (laughs) That's all there is to it. All right, folks, we're going to go to a break. We will be right back. Don't you go anywhere. This is the On Point with Victor show. And we're back. Folks, listen, you are tuned into to America's Web Radio. This is the On Point with Victor show, and I am Victor uh, uh coming to you live from Atlanta, well, technically Sandy Springs, Georgia. That is the home of America's Web Radio. But a big shout-out and thank you to all the listeners that I met in Mississippi uh, over the weekend. You guys are awesome. You guys are great. Uh, I'm going to uh, shout-out to the Cheese Straws ladies. Uh, you guys are great. They are from Columbus, Georgia. And uh, I was getting to hang out with the cheese straws ladies in, uh, in Mississippi this weekend. And, uh, they were, uh, just, they're great. They're hilarious. And they make the best darn cheese straws you'll ever eat. And as soon as they become an advertiser, I'll tell you what their name is. They're probably calling me names about now. Um, but I had a great time uh, down in Mississippi and met a lot of listeners, so uh, thank you to all, and and uh, thanks again to all the listeners uh, to across the country. I mean, you guys are great. You guys make the show, and uh, look, we can't do this for free, so if you're out there, let me go ahead and take a minute. If you want to support the On Point with Victor show, please do so. Just go to www.americaswebradio.com, subscribe to our newsletter. You can become a patron uh, and donate anything, $5, $10, or, or anything you want, and help out the On Point with Victor show I'd greatly appreciate it And uh, you can also become a sponsor If you got a business out there This is a great place to advertise Especially if you're national uh, We reach uh, pretty much all 50 states And then some We go international as well folks So we've got all kinds of listeners out there We are the number one radio station In live internet radio and podcast So uh Come on and help us be part of America's Web Radio. Team up with us; we will we'll love it. So, if you just reach us at gm at Radio dot com, or you can reach me directly, Victor at americaswebradio dot com. I will answer my own emails. I promise. Uh, okay, folks. So. I mentioned that I had a pretty good weekend. Did you have a good weekend? Uh, and, and I, I kind of touched on this. Let me tell you who did have a great weekend. <laughs> Obama did. <laughs> he, had a, he had an awesome weekend. And, and again, I'm going to tell you, I, I'm glad he did it, and, and, and I hope they had a blast. Uh, but this guy had uh, – I mean, it wasn't just a party, and it wasn't a family affair, folks. This was a big party with lots of people, hundreds of people, uh, big party and full of opulence. Uh, I mean, uh, that's just. I think opulence is the best word I can use right now for for the kind of party this was. Um, this wasn't Joe Smo. These weren't dirty bikers. These weren't uh, dirty, hardworking Americans. <laughs> oh let me let me. Well, let me. You know what? The only the only dirty Americans of the middle class or or, or lower middle class that were at the Obama party uh, would be the 200 uh, servants. I mean, serv- servers. <laughs> <laughs> that served the obama party and their guest uh folks this was the who's who of uh of hollywood and and tiktok yes folks the kids and teenagers who are the influencers or whatever they call them on tiktok uh, they were at or at least some of them a lot were at this party at obama's um uh, I mean, in Hollywood person after Hollywood person, they came by limo and they came by private jet. And hell, some of them may have come by yacht uh, because this is the Obama mansion, uh, well over $12 million mansion that's on the coast of Martha's Vineyard. Uh, I mean, I tell you what, folks, it's something else. But hey, more power to them. But uh, this is the party. This is the, the President Obama and the Democrat Party that tells you you're killing the planet. They tell you that every day. They're telling you that you need to get rid of gas. They tell you every day. They're telling you that uh, you shouldn't use your AC every day or you should set your AC at 80 degrees so it doesn't turn on. Uh, they tell you all of these things while they have their huge party with all the AC they want, all the gas they want, all the limos they want, all the yachts they want, and all the jet planes that they can land. Um I, I, one of these days, folks, you are going to wake up and see that today's Democrat Party is the full of rich, elitist, virtue signaling people. And uh, I mean, folks, look this is this is <laughs> this is a a well over twelve million dollar piece of property that's on the beach of Martha Vineyard. I don't know if you can get much more white than that neighborhood. Obama didn't go buy his house in in Harlem. He didn't go buy it in the projects. He didn't go by in, uh, uh, my goodness, the uh, the area in Chicago. It's going to escape me now. But uh, anyway, anyway. But uh, look, folks, he had a blast. They had a great party. And uh, I just want you to understand how the media and the Democrats are treating this birthday party with hundreds of people and a mostly enclosed space. They were in the house and then outside. They weren't just outside folks because these, these rich folks, these Democrats, these elitists, they can't bear the heat of Martha's Vineyard in the summer. So they had these beautiful tents set up. They were all packed inside these tents. I promise you they were full of A.C. Uh, so they're packed in these tents. They're packed in the house. They're dancing on the dance floor. There was no masking, no social distancing. Everything that you're told you have to do, they did none of it. But no one in the media is going to call this a super spreader event. No one in the media is going to call – they don't have one problem with it. In fact, they're taking up and saying, oh, it was a safe party. How in the heck does the media or CDC or Fauci – where do they come up with – how do they determine this was a safe party? Oh, were people vaccinated? Well, we don't know. We don't know because there was no – papers being shown. There was no requirement to show your papers. There was no requirement to show that you've been vaccinated. There was no one at the door of the Obama house putting shots in arms. There was none of that going on. Uh, There was no testing going on. There were just people arriving by limo, people arriving by private jets and going to this party and having a grand old time. And again, let me clarify, I am glad they did it. We should be back to normal in this country. There should be no restrictions right now. And you can scream Delta, Delta, Delta all you want. But ladies and gentlemen, COVID-19 is not going anywhere. And the best thing that is going to happen to this country is when we all reach herd immunity. Now, look, I'm not angry. I'm just right. I'm just right. But herd immunity is going to be the best thing that can happen to this country. COVID's not going anywhere, and it's not going anywhere because of the screw up of the federal government and and a lot of other uh, people that can be blamed, including Fauci. Um, But now we're going to have to depend on herd immunity. And eventually this COVID-19, as I have said, I said last year, will become just a regular coronavirus flu. It will become a regular corona-based cold. That's going to happen. But it's going to be here. It isn't going anywhere. And we're going to have to deal with it. And you don't need your mask. You don't need a distance. You don't need any of that crap we're just going to have to deal with it folks. And I'm sorry if I'm sounding harsh and, and uh, I've already been put in YouTube jail. So I'm not too worried. They're going to put us back because I don't even think they let us out yet. But this is, this is just, this is just the facts folks. Um, if you can get vaccinated, get vaccinated. Um, I I do believe in the vaccines. I I do, th- and I I honestly think it should be called the Trump vaccine. Uh, that man moved heaven and earth for not one, not two, but three vaccines to be created, and they do work. If you got a, a, if you're in a position where you have a comorbidity, if you are a little overweight or a lot overweight, you should get the vaccine. If you're elderly, you should get the vaccine. I I don't have a problem with it, but it should be your choice. I have a problem with people trying to force you, and it's nobody's business if you you get it either, folks. So, All right, short short segment here. So we're going to a break. We will be right back.
3: Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, and the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised to right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmv.
1: And we're back. And yes, folks, those of you who are watching on the webcams, I am doing exercises during the break. (laughs) And yes, I did hurt my hand again (laughs) playing soccer. You know, the first time I heard it was uh, crashing a motorcycle on the track, um, and I hurt my thumb. Uh, This time, I, you know, look, I I really ought to know better than to play goalkeeper. Uh, first of all, I'm way too short to play goalkeeper, but sometimes I'm the only one that'll volunteer to do it on my soccer team when they need help or some other team needs help. Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's how I hurt my wrist, so. <laughs> but anyway, you didn't tune in to hear about my soccer career, uh, or my motorcycle career. Although I, I, I want to talk about Sturgis, folks. I, we're gonna get into Sturgis today. I, I got a little bit more to say about this Obama stuff, uh, or the party. And again, I, I'm glad he had the party, so you gotta understand that. Um, but man, Folks, if you don't know about Sturgis, if you don't know about this bike rally, you really need to find out. And if you're a biker and you don't know about Sturgis, shame on you. But let me educate you now. Um, the Sturgis, it is the world's largest biker rally, and it happens in uh, South Dakota and it happens in every, uh, every August. It is an amazing, 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 m- most awesome event. Um, now I go to Daytona Bike Week every year. I've been doing it for years and years and years, um, which is awesome. I love Daytona Bike Week. But Sturgis is Daytona Bike Week on steroids. And and um, I cannot wait till me and my buddies, we're, we're, we're planning a trip. We're, we hope we can do it next year. Uh, but we are planning a trip where, where we're going to, to go to Sturgis, um, hopefully next year. And I'm hoping to be able to do the radio show and bring it live from Sturgis Biker Rally. Uh, but uh, but this rally is amazing, folks. I mean, it's just a bunch of bikers. It's a bunch of good old Americans, men, women, black, white, Hispanic, um, yellow, of all backgrounds, people, people of all backgrounds, folks, you got to understand there are lawyers, there are doctors, there are um, former politicians, maybe current poli- – well, I know one current politician that was there. Um, there are plumbers. Uh waiters, waitresses, uh I, I mean folks, there are people from the most bottom of the economic scale to the top of the economic scale that are bikers and they all gather in sturges and for this bike rally. Folks, there are usually uh, seven hundred and fifty to eight hundred thousand people at this rally and, and I'm happy to say this past weekend there were seven hundred thousand uh plus I think that came out to the rally and and and, and practiced their freedom, their God given freedom. And 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 they went and got together. And and Sturges, folks, let me explain this to you. It's outdoors. The majority of this rally is people riding their motorcycles – Outside. And then they pull into. Sturgis is just a huge, huge, huge area. Lots of uh, property where they'll have stages set up. They've got food trucks set up. They've got, you name it, bars and everything. 95% of this is outside. The bars are all open. The restaurants are open. Uh, most of this takes place outdoors. And if you care about science, if you care about real data, when you look at COVID-19, the safest place to be is outdoors. We knew that last year, but the media ignored it. We knew this not long after this. You know, we started seeing real data by, by, by June, July, August of last year. We started to see real data coming out. We saw what was happening in Europe. We saw what was happening in in China. And we saw what was happening across the United States. And so real data was coming in, not hypotheses, not uh, models, not all all the models that they got wrong. Every one of them was wrong when they were modeling the COVID-19 outbreak. But real data started coming in. And one of the first things we learned from real data uh, was the safest place to be, to fight and to be around the outbreak of COVID was outdoors outside. But what did the, what did the politicians do? They wanted you inside. They wanted you inside where the spread's going. I had somebody to come up and ask me how come this the virus is spreading in Florida. Well, folks, the virus is spreading in Florida because right now it's about 120 degrees and 200% humidity. So people are going indoors and they're staying in their AC and the virus will spread indoors. I don't care if you put yourself in a paper bag and tie the top and then put on two masks and a face shield, the virus is going to spread indoors. We know this from real, true, live data. And what's happening in Florida is it's 120 degrees outside and 200% humidity and people are going indoors and they're staying indoors. And the more you go indoors and, and gather, then yes, that Delta variant's going to spread. Now... You, you look to Sturgis Biker Rally, and it's outdoors. Now, folks, let me tell you what the media is telling you uh, from last year. Last year, the media told you, and they're, they're, they're telling it today, and yesterday all weekend they've been telling this lie. They're telling you on CNN, MSNBC, and all over the liberal media and, and lamestream media, they're telling you that last year, Sturgis, where there was about 450,000 people, at the Sturgis Rally last year. They, they're telling you today that there was a huge coronavirus Wuhan virus outbreak after the Sturgis Rally last year. It's not true. There's real data and real numbers if you want to go look it up. There was no outbreak. 0.01% of the visitors out of 450 plus thousand people that was at the Sturgis, Sturgis bike rally last year, 0.01% got the virus. But they're telling you today on the news and on on, well the pretend news, they're telling you that there was a major outbreak in South Dakota last year, and they're telling you they had some of the highest counts of COVID-19, and it's not true. It's verifiably not true. You can go look up the numbers yourself and look up the data from the Sturgis rally last year where there was almost half a million people, 0.01% got the virus. And now here we are, fast forward to today, this past weekend, yet another outdoor rally where we know the safest place to be against COVID-19, the safest place to be is outdoors. So there's not going to be an outbreak, folks. There's not going to be an outbreak, but yet Fauci was all over, all over CNN, MSNBC, and wherever else. You know, he won't go to anybody that's going to ask him a hard question. But Dr. Fauci was out there going, "Well, I'm a little concerned because you're going to get seven hundred thousand. You know, you people got to understand. You just can't enjoy your freedoms during a during a, a virus outbreak. Uh, I, you know, we got to we got to stay indoors. You got to put on your mask. And I'm very concerned about all these people riding their motorcycles. Now, folks, why would he be concerned about motorcycle riders outdoors? Because Fauci didn't say one word this weekend about Obama's party, and not one so-called journalist asked him about Obama's party. Obama's party took place indoors. Ninety percent of that party was indoors, whether it was in his house or whether it was in the tents. People were gathered. They were not masked. They were not distancing, and they were together. If there is going to be a super spreader, and I'm not saying there is, and I still say I am glad Obama had his party, but I have to point out the hypocrisy because, folks, they are doing what they're telling you you can't do. They want to arrest you for doing what Obama did. There are democrat governors and democrat mayors who want to arrest you for doing what obama did this past weekend and my goodness where did obama get the idea well maybe he got it from the the mayor of dc because the mayor of dc a couple of weeks ago threw herself a birthday party and she delayed her own mask mandate so she could go frolic around maskless with all her friends and then put you in a mask so it is time for we, the people, to take the power back. We cannot let these benevolent, moronic politicians – look, folks, in this country, politicians are representatives. They they represent we, the people. They are there at the pleasure of us, we, the people. We cannot let them continue to assume power that they do not have, and they do they cannot derive this power from the Constitution because the Constitution restricts this kind of power-grabbing. So you've got to understand what really chaps my derriere so much. It's not that the party would happen. I'm glad the party happened. But when you throw these parties and you tell the American people they can't throw parties, then there's a problem because these politicians think they're so benevolent. They think they're so uh, elitist and they're so better than you that they can do the very things they're telling you not to do. So all these restrictions are for thee, not for us. For thee, not for me. And that can't stand in this country, folks. We have a United States Constitution that gives you go- – it spells out your God-given rights. And the Constitution is not there to tell the government what it can do to the people. The Constitution is there restricting, specifically restricting the federal government on what it can do to the people. And if you need an education, then you you go read it. Go pick up a pocket Constitution, folks. Go pick up an easy read of the Constitution. There are many books out there you can get, and you can see – You have the power, folks, and you have God-given rights. You have civil liberties, and today's politicians are trying to take them away from you, and we've got to put a stop to it. But you've got this Sturgis motorcycle rally that happened outdoor, and Dr. Fauci's losing his mind, uh, getting on every TV channel that'll have him, saying that he's worried about the super spreader event that could come from this, when we already know that last year's event was not a super spreader event. At Sturgis, And Fauci gets on and tells you that indoors, oh, indoors, indoors, and then he won't say a word about the Obama party. So this is all political. And, folks, I've told you before, when a doctor comes out that's being paid by government, when a doctor or the CDC or any organization that gets their funding from the government, they are going to do what the government wants them to do. They're going to do the bidding of the bureaucracy. If the bureaucracy is paying you, you're not going to go knock the bureaucracy. And Fauci has been political since day one, and what a shame. What a shame. And and the Democrats have made this, and with help of some establishment Republicans, they have made this this viral outbreak, they've made it political. When if we had just banded together as Americans and truly followed science and truly followed the data as it happened, as the data came in, we could have followed that data, you know what? We probably would have eradicated COVID-19. We probably would have eradicated the Wuhan-19 uh, but we didn't because the politicians couldn't help themselves to make it political. So you look at this awesome, awesome bikers event in, in Sturgis. And, folks, look, I, I I just think Sturgis is awesome. Um, and, and you can look up – I mean, let me go ahead and pay kudos to uh, to Clarence Pappy uh, Howell. Uh, Clarence Pappy Howell is the guy who, who started it. Clarence. Happy Howell in 1936 bought an Indian dealership and that means a whole lot to me folks because I ride an Indian. Uh, I love my Indian motorcycle and um, Clarence Howell Quote Pappy, his nickname was Pappy. Bought an Indian dealer in South Dakota in Sturgis, and he he created a group. Uh, oh my gosh, it was called the, uh, the the Jack Pine Gypsies, and and they're the ones who started the rally in, in, in Sturgis. There's so much history to this motorcycle rally. Uh, and look, I'm a motorcycle rider, so this is a passion for me. And uh, but it, I just want you as a listener to understand how awesome this is, and the people that go. Now look, you've got Fauci, and you've got. Democrats and you've got the media that are call, calling these bikers dirty bikers. The, they're these are these are the middle class workers. These are the low class workers. The the majority of these bikers aren't rich people. They don't have private jets to go fly to Mothas Vineyard. Uh, they they don't have limousines taking them places. They just have whatever earnings they have or whatever job they have, whether they be plumbers, waiters, whatever they are. But they have a motorcycle and they go outside and they want to enjoy the freedoms. They want to enjoy the beauty that is the Black Hills of South Dakota. And yet the Democrats are all over the media with Fauci, referring them as these these dirty, unsophisticated people. Now, folks, what is the biggest difference, the biggest difference between the rally in South Dakota, the biker rally in Sturgis, and the Obama party in Martha's Vineyard? What's the difference? Let me tell you the difference. The majority of the people in South Dakota at that bikers rally, the, the your, your, your everyday hardworking guy or gal who owns a motorcycle probably votes Republican or conservative. And the person 100% or 99.9% of the people that were at that party on Motha's Vineyard vote Democrat. So what do your media do? What, are the, what is your media telling you? They're telling you that the end of the world is coming because of Sturgis. Because you might have some Bible-fearing... Gun-toting, motorcycle-riding, red-blooded Americans. They're black, they're white, they're brown, they're yellow, but they're red-blooded Americans. And they don't refer to themselves by skin color. They just—they all get together because they have a commonality of motorcycle riding, that enthusiasm of motorcycles. And they get some of them are, are dirt poor. Some of them are middle class. Some of them are upper middle. And they're, I'm sure there are some rich people, too. But the majority of them are not rich. But they're out there enjoying the outdoors with their motorcycle. And the Democrats and the media are going after them like they were single-handedly killing people. And then look how they handled the Obama party, who was full of Democrat voters. You see, it, see what I'm getting at, folks. All right, we've got to go to another break. We will be right back. This is the On Point with Victor Show.
3: My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. Hi, this is
2: Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh,
3: We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
1: And welcome back, folks. You're listening to uh, America's Web Radio, and this is the On Point With Victor Show. I am Victor Arman. There is So I had a great listener, a uh, listener from Georgia, just chime in and uh, – said that uh, and i totally forgot about this the uh, the oshkosh air show uh, had about 600 and so over 600,000 let's just put it there um visitors so uh, kudos and awesome good for them and again an outdoor show uh, i'm surprised that we haven't uh, had fauci pipe in on that one uh but uh, kudos to oshkosh for having a great show um well i'm sure it was great and uh, if you've never been to one I've never been to an air show you should you should go to an air show. I mean trust me folks, if there's one near you, go to it this year. Um, you'll be glad you did so um so all right, but yes the uh, the Sturgis. Over seven hundred thousand visitors, bikers. I mean, and and folks, let me let me just say this. Uh, look, I I make no no bones about it. I am a libertarian conservative, um, and I will support freedom loving American candidates. Um, I will support candidates who love this country. I will support candidates who put this country first. And look, many of you know my back, my background. I, I'm Hispanic. Um, I am um, Mexican and uh, Spanish. And, uh, and I love my my history. I love my family. I love my roots. Uh, but I'm an American first, folks. I'm an American. And uh, it doesn't matter skin color. Uh, anyone can come and be an American if you just want to appreciate what uh, the United States is and the opportunity that is here. So, uh, so, I make no bones about it. You guys know you know how I feel. I love this country, love it, and uh look, I love Mexico too. I go to Mexico uh all the time. I mean, I travel several times a year, uh, just love it, and um I love the music, I love the hair I love everything about it, um, but it's not the united states <laughs> and and i have uh, i'm about to go to Mexico again, folks i'm about to go in a, in, in a good couple of months i'll be back in Mexico, and I love it. I love every second that i'm there. And then when I get back to the United States, it just puts a big smile on my face every time I come back to this country, and, and I love it. So, so I make no bones about that, and, uh, and I support candidates here that, that love this country. I support candidates that put America first. I, I support candidates that aren't afraid to, to put the citizen first. The American citizen should come first, and uh, it doesn't matter your skin color. Just If you're a citizen of this country, then you're afforded the United States Constitution rights and, and – uh, and, and the politicians ought to put you first <laughs> that's all there is to it and uh, but anyway so I make no bones about it I love freedom loving candidates and uh, or, or politicians who who love freedom love liberty love what the United States stands for and I must give kudos to uh, to Nome, Christy Nome Christy who is the governor of South Dakota went riding down the street in the middle of uh, of, of the uh, biker rally on a horse she went right down the middle I mean talk about she had the original horsepower the original horsepower She goes riding through the streets right in the middle of this bike rally on horseback holding the United States flag. That is a governor right there, folks. And uh, I I hope, God willing, that uh, Ron DeSantis and Christy Noem's team up and run for president. I would love to see a DeSantis-Noem's ticket in 2024. Uh, Boy, you want to get this country back on the right track? Ron DeSantis and Christy Noem's. 2024 (laughs) you heard it here all right folks um all right, let me get back into a little bit about this. Uh, so I've told you about the biker rally. I mean, the biker, it's just awesome. It's awesome. If you've never been, look, folks, if you've never been to a biker rally, um, you really ought to go, even if you don't ride a bike. Uh, the camaraderie, the brotherhood, the sisterhood, uh, everything about being a biker and being part of that that environment is awesome. And and bikers, 99.9% will welcome anyone who wants to take part. Uh, even if you just, you're, you're not a biker, but you want to go to a biker rally just to look and admire the biker. Bikes, uh, Bikers love it. We love it. We love to educate people on, on motorcycle riding. We love to educate them on, on the different motorcycles, whether it be Harley-Davidson or Indian or or uh, Yamaha, Suzuki, Kawasaki, KTM. doesn't matter. Aprilia, it doesn't matter. We love talking motorcycles, and we will talk motorcycles to anybody, <laughs> anybody that'll listen to us. Uh, so we love it. It's a passion. And, uh, and trust me, look, my better half... Could care less about motorcycles, um, but she goes with me uh, to 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 bike rallies and uh, and she enjoys it. Probably doesn't enjoy it as much as I do, but she does enjoy it. And and my gosh, kudos to her because she puts up with all my motorcycle shenanigans. And uh, that takes a lot. <laughs> you can ask my friends. <laughs> so, but uh, anyway, folks, look, I I I want to. As I talk about the differences between how the media and the Democrats are treating the biker rally, uh, which is full of of what they consider Republican voters, versus the the President Obama birthday bash, which we all know 99 percent of them are Democrat voters. So you see the difference, even though the party in Martha's Vineyard was mostly indoors, where we know – COVID-19, the Delta variant, whatever variant you want to talk about, is going to spread more indoors than it is outdoors. We know outdoors is the safest place to be. But yet, just because one group of people is considered uh, voting one way and another group of people is considered voting another way, the media and the Democrats will fall over themselves and turn themselves into all kinds of pretzel shapes to take up for the party that they knew might be dangerous versus a rally that they know is is by pure science and data a safer place to be, which was held outdoors. But because of the way they perceive the people vote is the way they're treating these people. Because the, the, the South Dakota rally might be full of people who vote for Republicans or might be people who who who, uh, who believe in the Second Amendment. They might they they're people who wave the flag. They're people who they're veterans. My goodness folks, tons of veterans. Um then the media you see how the media and the democrats treats them and then you look at this party in Martha's Vineyard uh over 12 million dollar beachfront property with a bunch of rich elitist a whole lot of white democrats and look how they're treated Versus how the hardworking people that make up most of the people that were at the biker rally look how they treat folks. I'm telling you, you've got to start opening your eyes and seeing that with these politicians—they do not have your best interest at heart. They do not. So um, let me let me go just a little bit. Um, uh, let, let's talk about maybe um, some of the things that uh, that the Democrats can do. The elected elitist, the Hollywood elitist can do, but you can't do. So if you're an elitist, if you're a Democrat elitist, uh, politician elitist, uh, Hollywood elitist, uh, you can throw big parties. You don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to have a vaccine passport. You don't have to have papers. You don't have to worry about AC. You don't have to worry about climate change. You're impervious to climate change. So because you can take your 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 jet, uh, private jet wherever you want. You can take limousines and, and SUVs. In fact, in fact, it was so important that John, <laughs> John, I was in Vietnam, carry. Lurch, I like to call him Lurch. This guy, John Kerry, Democrat. Uh, it was so important that he be at Obama's party that he jumped on his private jet. Now I don't have a problem with anyone getting on a private jet and taking it anywhere, because I believe that if you want to, if you can afford a private jet, then by golly. Because let me tell you something, folks. I I had the opportunity to uh, to work for a company that that allowed me to fly around on a private jet. And when you go private debt, you don't want to go back to the TSA. Trust me, you just don't. Um, but, But John Kerry, Democrat, from Massachusetts. It was so important for him to go to Obama's party. And and look, it wasn't just him. It was a whole lot of people that took their private jets uh, because the Obamas live right near a private airstrip. And uh, all these private jets came in to bringing these uh, Hollywoodians and the elitist politicians and corporate elitists all to his party. Uh, But I bring up John Kerry because John Kerry is the guy who is supposedly the climate czar. John Kerry, who tells you and me that we must go to electric cars by 2030 or whatever, um, I, and I don't know why they're looking to 2030 because we're being told by, by John Kerry and by AOC, you know, Alexandria ocasio Cortex, we're being told that we're 10 years away from killing the planet. We're 10 years, we only have 10 to 12 years left, but yet they'll turn around and tell you that, well, we've got to pass laws to make sure we get to electric cars by 2035 or 2050 or whatever it is. Um, And yet they're telling you that we only have 10 years and they're telling you that that California is going to fall into the ocean and and the East Coast is going to fall into the ocean. But yet the Obamas go spend over $12 million on a beachfront property. So somehow, if you're sophisticated, uh, you're impervious to climate change as well as the uh, COVID-19. So John Kerry, I pointed out because this guy is the so-called climate czar who tells you and me that we shouldn't fly on jets. You and me shouldn't shouldn't drive gas-powered cars, and by golly, we shouldn't take SUVs anywhere, uh, telling us that we need to 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 change the way we live and restrict the way we live. And by golly, you shouldn't be cooling your house either. Your, your house shouldn't be cooled to 70 degrees. No, no, you should have your thermostat set on 80. Do you think John Kerry – has anything? Do you think his airplane was 80 degrees inside that uh, um, fus- fuselage when he was flying to Mothah's Vineyard? No, it was probably 68. Because, see, folks, the burdens of socialism are to be felt by you, not the socialist. The burdens and the restrictions and the mask wearing and the lockdowns, that's for you. Not for the elitist politicians. And John Kerry telling you that you're killing the planet goes and gets on his private jet. Do you know how much it costs to fly a private jet across the country? You don't even, do you know how much it costs just, just to fly from D.C. to Martha's Vineyard? You're talking about a couple of thousand dollars of fuel. And you're talking about a footprint, a carbon footprint the size of China. <laughs> Maybe. But anyway, all right, folks, we're at the end of the show. I must stop. So we'll get into a little bit of the, more of this next week. And uh, if you have any questions, shoot me an email, victor at americaswebradio.com. All right, folks, this has been great. You have a great week. Don't go anywhere. Roger B is up next. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.